Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. We know how excited Dane Martinez is to get down to Miami, meet his friend Joe Ranieri, but we have one more hour of Make It Rain to get through. And let's. <laughs> My flight's at 1230. We are. Okay, so we got plenty of time. But let's start yeah. with the Miami Heat down there near Joe Ranieri. They take down the Spurs 106 to 100. Kendrick Nunn, unbelievable performance, 33 points, goes with four assists. And Goran Dragic added 17 points and five assists off the bench. DeMar DeRozan for the Spurs added 30 points. Uh, the Heat are now 18-1 and one at home, and they move to second place in the Eastern Division, Eastern yep. Conference, excuse me. So the Heat, man, they are surging right now so uh, you know, they're still gonna make a move they're still gonna make a trade to oh, even, Pat, Pat is, uh, even yeah he's uh, point Pat guard. Riley's got that old uh he's got his witch hat on he's going up with the brew he's he's mixing something up at he's been doing it for a while they I say keep so on hearing drew holiday i keep on hearing drew holiday yeah well um it's gonna be something he's gonna move right. uh something and Dion waiters is gonna be a part of that move <laughs> That's gonna be weird seeing waiters in another uniform. You've seen him in the heat. Just watch what so you long. eat, Dion. Really? Because I haven't I haven't seen him in a heat uniform in two years. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> right now. Watch what you eat, Dion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not even sure if he's in the city. It's crazy. He's with yeah, Antonio yeah. Brown. Yeah, he's he's training on the field with Antonio, throwing uh, yeah. bags of you know what uh, at everybody. But uh, so let's true. we'll see what happens with the Heat if they make a big move uh, before the deadline. Let's go to the Trailblazers taking down the Rockets, guys. One seventeen to one oh seven. Damian Lillard, twenty five points to go with seven assists. Hassan Whiteside, another stud, double double, eighteen points, eighteen rebounds. Russell Westbrook, guys, for the Rockets, a triple double of thirty one points, eleven rebounds, and twelve assists. But James Harden was held to thirty. 15 points, his fewest of the season so far. Houston has now lost three of their last four. Maybe a little panic mode in Houston. Probably not because Westbrook missed last night's game or two two games ago. Now he came back and showed he can still play. A nice Mm triple-double from him. I think Portland could be a spot for Kevin Love. I think Portland could be a spot from Kevin Love. He grew up right outside of Portland. Well, he doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. We know that. So <laughs> we'll see exactly. where he wants to go. Portland. Put scoring, like they try to get that from Melo, they might double dip with a little Kevin Love action. Yeah, I think Melo actually had a double-double in this game as well, so that'd be a nice little combo there, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Love and Carmelo Anthony. The Magic guys snapping the Lakers' nine-game win streak, taking him down 119 to 118. Markel Fultz took over, hitting two Clutch layups in the final minute. He ended with a triple-double of 21 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Aaron Gordon at 21 points as well. LeBron James, he had a nice double-double of 19 points and 19 assists. Really quickly, guys, the Mavs took down the Kings 127-123. Luka Doncic, his 12th triple-double of the season. He's at plus 350 to win the MVP, guys. He's the second-best odds right there behind Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. I don't he know. He went and 15. Uh, I mean, well, he did better than that. 20, 20, 25, uh, 25, 25, 15, and 17, yeah. But he, last night, was the youngest player in NBA history to ever reach the 2015-15 level in a single game. That's amazing. I mean, that right there should tell you. I mean, that's a good uh, 
good incentive to go for the MVP right there. You got good Ridiculous. odds, plus 350. So, hey, why not? Luca, the young stud, be a good uh, option there for your MVP. Speaking of young studs, the New Orleans Pelicans guys are anticipating the Zion Williamson debut at home on January 22nd against the Spurs. VP of Basketball Operations David Griffin said, quote, we're getting to the point where he thinks he's as ready as he thinks he'll be. We're moving in the right direction. So it'll be nice to see Zion finally make his NBA debut. Anticipated, unfortunately, it won't be in the dunk contest, but it'll be nice to see him on a court mm. finally uh, when the season uh, really kicks into high gear after the All-Star break. But, hey, we'll see him. Right, I want that. John Morant in the dunk contest. Well, John Morant, yeah, exactly. We'll see John Morant, Dwight Howard, apparently, too, in the mole. Uh, so we'll see if Superman returns as well. Let's go to the NFL really quick, guys. So uh, San Francisco tight end George Kittle was on a surprise addition to the team's participation report. He did not practice yesterday on Wednesday, but he was dealing with an ankle injury. It didn't seem to be hindered. Uh, it's like a limp or, or any soreness. They didn't see that when he was walking around the locker room after practice on Wednesday. So keep something, uh, something to keep monitoring before the game uh, this Sunday. So George Kittle, who led the team in receptions this year uh, for the 49ers, big, big addition to that team heading into the conference championship in the NFC. And, guys, LSU wins the national title. It seemed Odell Beckham was a little more excited than the actual team. He was making it rain. He was making, he was it, making rain. it rain. He was yeah. making it rain, but that might not be the best situation because Stop the it. money being that. passed around might have been real, according to uh, Joe Burrow, who uh, was on Part of My Take, a Barstool podcast. He said, quote, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say yeah. But they asked him if he handed out cash. The guys at Barstool didn't ask if it was real. So... We'll see. And if you ask anybody from Barstool, they say they didn't They didn't say that. So we'll see what happens. The NCAA is investigating. They're working with the student-athletes at LSU and the SEC. We will see what happens uh, in the coming days with this whole LSU national title money scandal. All right. We're going to send it back to the crew on Makery and helping you win some cash this Thursday morning. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in here, guys. Hour two, make it rain on the grid, sportsgrid.com. As um, big night last night in the NBA, upsets uh, galore as the uh, Lakers got taken down uh, at home by uh, by a double-digit underdog in the Orlando Magic, who are now rewarded by having to stay uh, at the Staples Center and now take on the Clippers tonight, so good for them. Um, that's not a fade, huh? Um, but uh, congratulations, still no. Anthony Davis in the lineup, but the good news is he was able to make it to the Green Bay Packers game over the weekend and uh, and root for Aaron Rodgers. So there's always that. And there was another uh, thing here, Dane. I, I thought this was great, and I love uh, J.J. Redick, and if he was still on the Sixers, I would have absolutely no problem uh, putting money down on their future yeah. bet. But uh, he uh, he's on the New Orleans Pelicans now. And, of course, uh, he's throwing bombs all over the place, which is great, not just from three-point range, but also to the media. Yeah. And he brings this uh, little thing out there last night on his podcast. He uh, talks about how he's a little bit concerned with this, uh, and this goes directly to Odell Beckham Jr. and what we were just yeah. talking about. 
He had said that I really believe this. There are more guys concerned with getting a pregame fit on Instagram than they are worrying about the win and loss of a basketball game. Uh, He is, of course, talking about he feels that the players in the NBA today have their priorities a little screwed up. He says that, um, yep, he's got uh, there are a lot of guys and he didn't mention anybody but name Kevin Durant and others um, who set this example where, yeah, it's it's okay. Like that somehow is the number one priority. And this is a dude, by the way, who's going 14th and NBA season, I think, uh, 14 years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's been here before Instagram, guys. He was here before all of that. So, uh, but he says he's got, uh, the problem is you see all of these dudes in a locker room, he says. You see all of these guys all over the place. And it's everything is just immediately pick up the phone. What are people saying? Checking out the status, doing all this. And I get it. Yep. It's a sign of the time, he says, but. It's become instinctual, he says. Nobody, everyone, the first thing they do when they walk in the room is pick up their phone and see what's going on, he says. And then it becomes an extension of them. And literally before they're going out to take warm-ups, guys are just making sure they got their Instagram selfies up there. They got the right. He's (laughs) so uh, I don't want to say like he's the old dude, get off my lawn, but he's got a point. Does he not? Yes, of course. This is, (laughs) I mean, yes. Uh, like, this is not news to me, though. You know, like, he's right. Okay? He's right. And mm-hmm. But this is, like, par for the course now. This is, like, the evolving society we are in where people can make more money on YouTube and Instagram as a brand ambassador. You know, like, Odell is probably more beholden to damn Adidas than to the Cleveland Browns. You know what I mean? And this... This is the way of the world these days. I'm not saying it's right. I agree with J.J. Redick. I, mm-hmm. I get horrified, Joe, when yeah. I see security guards at a bank staring at their phone instead of looking up and being aware. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. This has so dominated the world in every aspect. I agree. I'm like an old man now, too. Get off my lawn. But the thing is, we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like, this is the way now, Joe. Um, I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with it because I don't. J.J. Redick is absolutely right. If you're a damn professional athlete, you should be, you know, worried about your footwork and your shooting and your practice Mm -hmm. regimen instead of how many likes you get or what kind of models are in the crowd tonight. Absolutely. But this is unfortunately happening everywhere, Joe. Didn't Adam Police Silver, officers, and I think we Joe. talked about it, Adam Silver, I think, and it was in the offseason last year, just after the championship, they had uh, released oh. that survey about unhappy, how unhappy NBA players were truly inside. Yeah. They had talked about depression and how the yeah. NBA is, you know, trying to make Social available. Media leads to FOMO and depression. And <laughs> he made the point, even Adam Silver seems to agree with that, that it's. You know, of course, you can't put the tube back in the toothpaste, but you there has to be a line drawn because there appears to be getting worse. Like, how much yeah. is too much with this? And and Reddick is not alone. We've heard this with other vets in the game that are going, Absolutely. get your head out of your ass. You you just went three of, you know, 14 from the Whatever. field here, yeah. pal. Like, it's like, and that kind of stuff is going, when you're worried more about what your image, Odell Beckham yeah. Jr., uh, instead of, and you. then you lose complete sight. Uh, you have no self-awareness then zero. That's what I'm saying. And that's like exactly what happened to Odell. And this is exactly. You're an elite effing athlete. This is yeah, your yeah, job. Not anymore. 
That's why, Joe, that's why I say, like, the analogy I make is you've seen it, too. Like, literally, police officers on the beat staring at their phone instead of being aware of what they're supposed to do. It's ridiculous. So, so Joe, the NBA has a dress code, right? Mm -hmm. Right? They have a policy on that. Couldn't they... Couldn't they have a or implement a it would have to go through the players association, I guess, of course. But couldn't they have a policy like, I don't know, 90 minutes before the game, 90 minutes after the game, Mm -hmm. you can't do social media like and would Uh, that be so hard to expect or ask? Yeah, well, I I think individual teams uh, will probably do that. It just it ain't getting any better. And he's got a point. And it's we keep hearing it more and more. You know, he's talking about, he's Sad. like, the, the minute the game is over, guys go into the lock, yeah. first thing they do is they grab their phone. And they don't put it down. It's they go take a shower, they come back, they grab the phone. It's on the plane. It's in the trainer's room. It's in, so it's like, and I get it, it's a fabric of society. and we, It is. But there are jobs in this country, guys, where you can't walk into any place with your phone and start, you know, posting selfies while at work you know there are there is a bigger picture here and i'm all about <laughs> giving the players the freedom to craft their own message and their branding fine, fine. but not when they're on what, the clock though hey, hey, uh, you, you know, know what, what i'm mean? saying man yes, it's like i know what you mean this is it's, uh, yeah you know i wonder uh, what did ariel say about this what did ariel say about this does she, like on the more does she have a different take because like that would be my check joe like are we you know, the old guy at the club, are we get? I mean, I'm going to be the old guy at the club this weekend, but that's besides the point. No, um, it's not even, no, but it's not that. It's it's a matter of, listen, we get it, social media, but when it's the only thing you're consumed with, that means there's other things you're not consumed with. Like, I don't know, oh, yeah. making free throws. Right. So that's why I'm asking. I, that's why I asked, like, does Ariel, would Alex Fasano, would our, like Frank Stanfull, some of the more younger people we have at SportsGrid, would they like I'm sure Gabe sees it the same way as you and me. I wonder if um, if it's a generational thing, if if the younger SportsGrid hosts would be like, nah, it's all good. Let them get their stuff out there. Because I, I am with you 100%, and I think this is not even an NBA problem, Joe. I think this is an Amer- I think this is a society problem. I really do. That's why I bring up police officers and other people who need to, like, be aware when the phone just kills your awareness. Like, yeah, and- I wonder if, if Ariel thinks the same thing. But, again, it's you – nobody's saying you, you don't control the message. You use it, utilize it. Of course you do. But there's a time – and there's a place for anything, and I don't care, young, old. Mid- the the idea that this is somehow a necessity to be a part, even you know, five minutes before tip off and all. It's just there's you know, sorry, I don't think you got to be young, older to realize that. Yeah, maybe I should be a little bit more focused here on what the hell's happening in front of me. Like I'm about to go on, and I got to take on, uh, you know, I got to I got to win a game. I'm being paid millions of dollars to win games and make shots. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I I get it. Listen, that you know, be the there's focus a, instead of your likes. Yeah. When does I, it I, become I, a distraction? Because that's the fear is that it right. becomes too much of a distraction, especially for a young team that is. Yes. Like you, you got to learn how to win in this league. You don't just get dropped on and you're this greatest thing, and all of a sudden you're gonna win. Like you've got to earn it. And he's basically telling you. I'm on a team right now filled with a locker room full of dudes who aren't necessarily focused on earning it. They're more interested in their brand and their image, which is okay, but not all the time. And I think that's his point.
I agree with his point. I agree with you. Um, all I'm saying is, it's a subjective thing. Where is that line for different people? I'm with you, Joe. I just wonder if different people have different lines on this. Well, you know what? Listen, um, win a championship. You know, have the best record in the league, and uh, and, and fire, brother, congratulations. Then <laughs> tell me if it works. But if it doesn't, and you don't, and you got work to do, leave the freaking I'll phone be- in the locker. Leave the phone in the locker room. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So now would be a good time for you to consider uh, being distracted and become the next daily fantasy millionaire. Now, that's a different story, right? You want to go to work and you want to become the next daily fantasy millionaire. You want to steal corporate time. I got no problem. You can dunk on your NBA DFS competition this year. Do it with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings. You can compete with the pros. With the DailyRoto.com Optimizer, it is the most accurate projections available in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much, much more. Now, you can save 10% on this winning NBA DFS advice by using the promo code DUNK. All you got to do is visit DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK. And keep in mind that DailyRoto.com, it is where millionaires are made and uh yeah it's uh it's an interesting it's an interesting idea and i think it all circles back dane to the one concept of we are distracted more in uh in today's society that than we ever are and whether it be social media video games and baseball clubhouses ping pong tables in uh, the redskins locker room um it's I don't think it's got take the social media aspect of it and the new generate out of it. Distractions are distractions. And when people are distracted, they're not at their best, whether it be driving, whether it be relationships. So as much as people would want to scream like, oh, it's just Reddick and being a he's talking about being distracted from doing your job and being the best. And there really is, especially when you're paid millions of dollars. To win games, there really is no excuse. Forget that it's social media. Forget that it's Fortnite. Forget it. The truth is you want to limit the distractions when you are sitting there being paid to actually win games and championships. More distractions isn't necessarily a great thing. Ever. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. You You are preaching to the choir, Joe. Honestly, (laughs) Joe, yesterday. I'm at like mm-hmm. Dwayne Reed, Joe. Okay, mm-hmm. I got like whatever. I think I got to get travel deodorant and stuff for my trip, right? I right. go to the damn cash register, and the girl <laughs> is on her phone, not paying attention that I'm here, ready to ring my stuff up, and she looks to me as though I'm burdening her, <laughs> you know, to like have her get off her phone and actually do her damn job by ringing mm-hmm. me out, like I. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Then leaving the Dwayne Reed, Joe, I got to cross the street. Crossing the street, there is a young parent, Joe, I kid you not, pushing a stroller 
with on the phone, staring at the phone, leading with their child into the street, not mm. realizing that it's not a damn green light and cars are coming, leading with their effing child. Yep. Like co- yeah, awareness, great. people. Awareness, mm-hmm. people. I yep. wonder if Venmo Brian agrees with us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh yeah. Is it okay? Does he like, nah, 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 that's just all good. Or does he agree that, nah, 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 you got to be aware and doing your thing on the job? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, and that's the whole thing. It's not a generational thing. It's a, it's a productivity thing. It, you know, it's been proven time and time again. Those, those that are you. a little more focused uh, tend to be able to do a little bit better and accomplish a little bit more than others. And that's really it. Um, it doesn't detract it's, from... That's we see it more and more in not just the NBA, but again, the video games and the Reds, although they were doing a great job of, uh, you know, doing other things, apparently. But the video games and the ping pong table, they just made a, you know, less distractions is more while it worked while you're you do whatever you want to do. Be as distracted as you want. But I do think there's yeah, there's something to be said for it. I mean, hell, you even had Zion, by the way, will be on the court January 22nd, they said. Um, so he, we will get to see Zion this year. Pelicans fans, uh, is great, but it's funny that JJ Reddick is saying those things while on the Pelicans. And did you see the picture of Zion with two minutes left in a game sleeping, uh, on the bench there the other night, uh, Dane, did you catch that, uh, dozing off in the fourth quarter of a tight game on the bench and his team? Like kids these days, Joe, kids these days, uh, I just, I don't get it, man. I uh, he does. I, I'm going to look forward to very much seeing him finally get out there because I think he's going to have issues with his weight his entire career. I think he is a guy that is as gifted as he is, and as easy as things may have come to him, um, we're going to see him against the big boys here. Now he's going to be on a minutes restriction, so I don't know how much we're going to see of him, but I do think it's. Um, Let's see what he's got now because guys have been yeah. waiting for this. The guys are going to be playing against you have been waiting for the big Zion, huh? Right. Um, I think like Barkley in his career, there are going to be some challenges physically for him all throughout his career. I think that's true, okay, because he was also just able to physically dominate the previous right. level that he was at. And that is not necessarily – like he's what? He's like 6'9". Joe, he's not a he's not going to be a big time powerful like Al Horford is not worried about Zion Williamson trying to dominate him and back him up and box him out. It ain't happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it'd be very interesting. He is an athletic freak. I am not shortchanging the kid. Okay, it's going to be very interesting to see how he assimilates. And I said it going into the draft. I actually thought that the 2019 NBA with mm-hmm. spreading and shooting and slashing, I actually thought that profiled better for a guy like John Morant right. than a guy like Zion Williamson, just in terms of how their game was. Now, Zion yep. will be productive, um, don't get me wrong, but the people who said he's just like a souped-up Julius Randle mm-hmm. may not be that far off. Let's see how it plays out. I'm with you. It's uh, we'll, we'll finally have our opportunity uh, next week to be able to see him on the uh, – on the 22nd, take the court for the Pelicans. I know there's going to be a few other people uh, also very interested in uh, in seeing what they get from him. Uh, but listen, the future is not necessarily in the hands of the youth of the NBA just yet because it does still seem, Dane, like the old guard 
uh, is continuing to roll here. And I do think it's going to be very interesting to watch uh, how teams like, and really the Lakers who last night just kind of, and this may be the bigger problem and, and why Golden State for all those years, these past five years, trying to be motivated enough, you know what I mean, on a Tuesday or a yeah. Wednesday night day and against Orlando at home. Yeah. It's it's not, a, you know, when you're rolling through everybody, even without AD, it's kind of, it's tough. And I think the Clippers have figured this out. Uh, I think Kawhi has certainly figured this out. And it's a slippery slope because you know, that can really snowball rather quickly as the season progresses here, where all of a sudden it's like um, very few guys can turn it on and turn it off. Dane, there's only a handful of dudes in, in the universe that can do it. Some of these teams, I think that's the biggest problem right now that they're battling in the NBA is finding the motivation while others are just, let's face it, how, how talented are they really? They're not that talented. A lot of these teams, like you'll get to see the Knicks tonight take on another non-talented team in the Phoenix Suns. And that's a different story compared to what we're looking at for the Lakers and some yeah. of these upper echelon teams. How do you stay motivated enough to time it right, Dane, to flip that switch heading into the playoffs? It's not easy to do. It is not easy to do, and it's a kind of you're damned if you do, you're damned if you yeah. don't. Similar to yep. like kind of, oh, you want to play Lamar on week 17 or not, you yeah, know? Exactly. You're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if <laughs> yep. you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, remember one year in that run, the Warriors went for the 72 wins. Right. That's right. And they yep. got there. And that was like staying up in the doldrums of February. Right. But then what yep. happened? They didn't finish the job. And everybody said, oh, maybe they, they expended too much energy yep. going for that record. You're damned yep. if you do. You're damned if you don't. I'll say so this. True. I'll say this, though, Joe. LeBron may be crazy like a fox because yeah. you know what LeBron also does around this time? He shuffles the deck, right? They yeah. trade for pieces all the time around this deadline. And what does that do? It freshens it up. It gives um, a reason why everyone's mm -hmm. got to play together for the home stretch, right? To get that chemistry going, get that on the upswing. Yep. And then they're kind of in third gear and in mid-season form right at the right time. I really do believe that LeBron is always, or his LeBron's teams, because LeBron is the GM, right? They right. always make deals at around this time, almost to like freshen it up so that there's another two-month runway, you know, yep. kind of to be primed and ready to go. I, I believe that's part of it for LeBron, but you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, Joe. Yeah, I and and it's true because you do have to balance that. And he's funny because he kind of it's that renewed energy, right? You kind of hit right. the reset button a little bit, kind of shuffle some things around, and you know that's what experience brings. Where you know how to pace yourself, which is what's so interesting about the Clippers and Kawhi. Been there, done that. Kind of, you yeah. know what I mean. Understands what's going on, and this whole load management thing cracks me up too because. Is anybody who's a Clippers fan going to remember that he didn't play on a Tuesday night in January? No. As, as they're Gage rolling. The fact that they rested him for the Raptors last year, right? Right. It, it, it's all good. It, yep, it's <laughs> all good. Yep. It, and you can't combat that, too. But I think a lot of these kids, this, uh, this, this new generation coming in, there's still something to be learned from this old guard that says, hey, guys, it, balls to the wall. Um, is great, but you got to learn to slow it down on a Wednesday night. You got to learn to, you know, hey, guy, it's not really that important. And from a betting perspective, you got to have a pretty good idea about those types of teams and, and who's doing what because 
Some guys have things to prove, the younger dudes, while others are like, yeah, listen, it's nice that we lost to Orlando on a Wednesday night, but in the scope of thing, they they ain't going to sweat it. They ain't going to sweat it at all. So don't read. Don't read too much into it with the with the bigger teams. Now, Kyrie is a guy in Brooklyn. I can't wait to see what happens over the next couple of weeks now that he's back on the court because he came out guns a blazing, right? Came out guns a blazing. So now last night they get beat and he's making comments about, you know, how they're missing pieces. And they like the dude hasn't been there all year. And already Kyrie's talking about things they need to do in Brooklyn to get back. Like, I hope what they don't do is put Dinwiddie <laughs> back on the bench. That's all I yes. care about because <laughs> Dinwiddie needs to be there and the ball needs to be in his hand. Kyrie, yep. learn how to play off guard, brother man. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, have you noticed it's the That's Kyrie show since he's been back? The Kyrie right. show. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So some interesting news uh, with these um, games coming up here in the NFL on Sunday. How big a um, – uh, well, it remains to be seen, but, you know, Kittle not practicing being held out, that's a um, – that's a yeah. that's a big one. Is it not for um, yeah. for San Francisco? I mean, I mean, I know they got so many different – and the way they distribute, I get all of that, but – Kittle being 50%, even if he goes, that's that's something to consider, no? It is. Of course it is. This would be a big blow. But also, Joe, that's the Wednesday practice report. I, right, I, right. I, you know, I, I guarantee George Kittle will be out there on Sunday. Oh, Joe. he will. But again, being <laughs> out there and how effective are two totally fair, fair. different things, but, right? But I also, mean, Joe, so, at this point, is anybody 100% at this point? Of the NFL season? No, no, uh, absolutely not. But you know, not, so, uh, you know, yes, it's he missed this practice that raises alarms, no, right? But no. it could be a management day. We were just talking about load management. They're also saying he didn't have a limp. They're also saying they didn't come out of the last game announcing any kind of injury. So I think no. this is some kind of. But management. he also had absolutely zero impact in that last game True. too, and I don't True. think that was. Uh, I don't think True. that was. By surprise, either. I think there yeah. is, uh, there, there could definitely be some underlying situations with guys like there. Kittle. I want to see what Kelsey too, because like you said, yep. once the that cord all wears off, what, um, what is the, uh, what are the injuries? Because hamstrings at this point in the season, they ain't going away. You know what I That's mean? Right. So, well, Kelsey was limited. He went out there at least more than Kittle. Yes, he did. You know yep. what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, way more. Which is, yeah. where there's yeah. smoke, listen, there's fire. Sometimes these yep. two guys. Like, Kittle and Kelsey, in my opinion, these are, like, the heir apparent to the Rob Gronkowski, right? It's these two guys and Zach Ertz that are best tight ends in football. We know that. Um, But Kittle and Kelsey have the more, like, the mentality Mm -hmm. of Gronk, right, that are out there. I think they mean so much to their teams. Even in a quasi-decoy role, it could be effective for that. And you wouldn't see that in the box score, Joe. So Jones is the other big uh, injury that's yeah. coming up this weekend, guys. So I don't, yeah. uh, again, still 
and that damn calf, dude. It's like, wow, that calf injuries are the worst for a big man like him. Uh, they haven't made a decision. Obviously, they're saying day to day, but he mispracticed again. There's also a, a report of uh, a lot of guys getting sick in some locker rooms here. There's uh, there's right. the flu going around there. It's so, you know, these are all things. Will it prevent guys from dropping the IV and going? No, but they're all going. But again, it's something you've got to consider moving in yes. before you put your money down. Understanding yeah. what the what am I looking at here? Because Jones, Chris Jones missing. If he can't go here, Dane. And at this point, if I'm already, I'm under the assumption he's not going. I would absolutely prepare to say he is not going. 300-some-odd-pound defensive tackle with a possible Achilles problem. Guys, he's not going. He There is a reason that he hasn't gone. That doesn't heal overnight. So, to me, Derrick Henry, you have to consider Derrick Henry to be – they're going to have to do other things, Kansas City's defense, to make up for him not being there. Because let us not forget, Houston did have some success running the ball early in that game. They had no problem marching down the field on a Kansas City defense – uh, but then it just got a little out of hand. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. going to be a I problem to that defense. Remember yep. on Sunday, this is what I was talking about. I thought the Houston running game, I thought Carlos Hyde was going yep. to be important. That's that's how they beat Kansas City earlier in the season, by pounding yep. the ball, right? And I thought that the Chris Jones injury was going to be a big deal. Now, that game turned into elementary school shootout on the playground, right? And right. so it kind of changed it. Now, if I thought Carlos Hyde and we saw it be effective, we've seen Marlon Mack do it. What yep. about Derrick Henry? I think that yep. is a different level of challenge, and this plays into the Titans game, right? If mm -hmm. you're going to bring in safeties, if you're going to devote extra attention, then the play action becomes that much more effective, and that's where you're going to see Jonu Smith, Corey Davis, and A.J. Brown getting yep. singled up matches, getting, you know, uh, less coverage over the top, and uh, potentially that's where the passing game comes in because Tennessee, we all know Derrick Henry, but they do have the threat of the balance that they need. Yes, absolutely they do, but these are definitely some injuries, the flu. These are some things to keep yeah. an eye on here, guys, because it is spreading around, and here we are 72 hours away from kickoff. Uh, some things to consider, and you also have to uh, consider how you're going to approach these final four games here where I do not know. Like I said, it, we, we've talked about it this week, guys. There's really no reason for you to limit yourself to just the spread or the money line bets in this game, these games coming up, because the futures bets provide you guys an opportunity, A, to get better odds, uh, number one, but it gives you more options in order to be able to profit, especially if, you are convinced, Dane, one way or another. If you're convinced one of these teams or two of these teams um, are just flat out going to win games and are, are, are much better, then instead of laying, if it, one of them happens to be a favorite, instead of laying 350, you know, there is other ways to go about it. Like we had talked about earlier in the week, picking exact outcomes if you know yeah. what's going to happen. Um, the Super Bowl, the, the odds overall for the Super Bowl, there is some opportunities right now in the market for you guys to forget about don't even look at the spreads right now in these games here this weekend. Look strictly at the futures market, Dane, and try to figure out if you're convinced Kansas City's going to win. Well, right. don't lay it at 350. I mean, the Chiefs are plus what, 150 right now, 140 to win it all? So Win it all. They're who are they? plus 130. Plus 130. So 
Yeah. Would you rather lay 350? Or if you're convinced yep. the Chiefs are doing it, you, don't yep. limit yourself to just game day lines and spreads, guys. There's other mix and match. And, and really, that exact outcome is a great situation they offer over at FanDuel where you can, sure if you're confident, put it in, man. Put it in. And here's the other thing. We talk about at this point of the year, you also have – there's multiple ways to get the exact same outcome. And sometimes the books put right. different money on it. So, for example, Joe, you were just saying it, all right? Uh, FanDuel has a name the finalists, okay? Right. And the favorite of that is Kansas City versus San Francisco, okay, Joe? Mm-hmm. That is minus 140, okay? However, if I do a San Francisco-Kansas City money line parlay this weekend, it is minus 155. There you go. How yep. is that possible? Those are mm-hmm. the same exact bet, okay, people? Pretty much. So yep. shop around. That, remember we thought the same thing when it was like, oh, Dallas to make the playoffs, and then we That's looked correct. at the money line that week for Dallas winning and what would have been, I think, the Giants beating Philly in week 17. It's the same mm-hmm. kind of theory, guys. Shop around. Play it in different ways. There's a yep. lot of ways to cover a checker on a checker here. Give yourself, and it makes no sense to just limit yourself at that particular point, given the fact of, A, I mean, in Jersey alone, you've got got a lot of options there. you got a lot yeah. of choices, and we've always said it. The more, uh, the more books that you have access to, the better the price, the better the market for the, uh, the better. Certainly from a uh, promotion standpoint and other situations, the money you can put the odds in your favor – but do not, and I mean do not just limit yourself to big money line favorites or even big spreads at seven and a half. Forget that. If you know 49ers, if you're convinced the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, there's a lot of different mixing and matching, uh, Dane, that you can do with yep. those bets in order to give yourself a million times uh, better opportunity to be able to profit one way or the other. Sure. Yep. I agree and, with you, you know, and, and here's the thing. And they're not moving, are they? Are they are no, the prices they're moving? They're not, Joe. They're not. Right. And I really wonder what happens at payday out there in San Francisco, out in California, yep. to your point. Yeah, that highway getting over to Nevada is gonna be maybe some uh maybe some traffic mm-hmm. <laughs> on rush hour yep. on Friday getting out there to get that money. But no, they have not moved, Joe. The spread is still there, there's still a little bit of juice. On the Packers side with the spread. And remember, two days ago, Joe, the money lines were identical. Okay? They are still kind of identical. They're not, you know, I mean, Kansas City's minus 345. San Mm -hmm. Francisco's minus 325. If I, I, I do think the favorites win, you parlay them together or you get that exact result. You're looking at the minus 140 to 150 range. And that, to me, is tolerable, Joe. I'll stomach minus 140, 145 to get what I yep. think is happening. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a lot better than minus 350. Think about that. Yeah, exactly correct. I mean, and the the Super Bowl odds right now should not be uh, any surprise to you that it's, you know, Chief 49ers, Packers, Titans in that particular yes. order. And the price just what's the Titans now? The be- the uh, the biggest number is what? Six to one, seven to one. Uh, seven. And a, so 15 to two, seven and a half to one, seven fifty. Seven and a half to one there for the Titans. Green Bay, and seven to one. Green Bay, seven to one. And then these favorites, right? Kansas City's mm-hmm. plus one thirty. San Fran, at least at FanDuel right now, is plus one fifty five. 
Okay, so it's in that again. Right. It, there's uh, so you're like some mixing and matching. For the favorite, yep. like seven to one for the dogs this week. If you want them to yep. go the route and win it, all. and if you have, and I would, I would highly, if you believe either the Packers or the Titans are advancing here, guys, there is some. Do not be left out in the cold. Going, oh, I did. There are an opportunity for you to cover yourself with either the Packers or the Titans and exact outcomes in a couple of weeks here, Dane, that could prove yep. very profitable if yep. one of these dogs advances. So, and you know, I know a lot, of con- yeah, a lot of contrarians uh, make – there's a lot of people backing Tennessee, guys. There's a lot of money backing Tennessee in this game here, thinking Kansas City is going to be in trouble um, or it's going to be a an all-out war. And I got news for you. The same situation could be true for the 49ers. We know, guys, that certainly from a cover standpoint, that uh, these are big numbers for this time of for these championship games. Usually it's a field goal here or there, three and a half. Hell, we're talking about not only a touch, we're talking about the hook. The hook is out there. That's right. That's why I was wondering if San Fran money is going to come in in Vegas versus the Jersey regional books. Right. And the other thing we talked about, if you like Green Bay or Tennessee to win two more games this season and hoist the Lombardi trophy, Joe, if Green Bay wins the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers will be the MVP and he's at eight to one. Okay. And he's eight to one now to win the MVP. And I'll tell you, if the Tennessee Titans win two more games, can I interest you at Derrick Henry at 17 to one, Joe? And or Ryan Tannehill is 13 to one. Yep. So if Tennessee wins, tell me who's it gonna be outside of those two guys? Nobody. Okay. That's correct. So that's another way to skin the cat if you want to get cute with it. And I and will uh, on it, higher odds on it. I will reference you guys to the same type of situation back uh, with the very last uh, Super Bowl, the Giants won uh, when they were taking on that 18 and 0 Patriots team, and the Giants coming into that is what a six seed and uh, and dominating all the way through. Boy, think about the money you could have made there if you would have started backing the uh, the Giants or in this case. Tennessee, because if you think Tennessee can win this game here this weekend, guys, you do realize I don't care who wins the San Francisco 49er game uh, and Green Bay. They are a lot. And, you know, they're going to be the dog name, just like the Giants were. They got enough. There's a real opportunity to be able to profit big time already. Uh, Three and a half, right? Well, uh, against San Fran, FanDuel would have Tennessee as a four and a half point dog. Okay. And they would be one and a half to Green Bay. Mm. And right now you could back Tennessee in both spots to win it all and to uh, and to go mix in with a couple of MVP honors there for two guys of an MVP. You know, if they do win it, guys, that means you're calling in sick for a few weeks because you got to go count your money. I'm just saying. So where do dogs pay this spot? This this spot big time. I'm gonna go pro. I really am. I'm just going. I'm throwing it all in the middle, dude. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
right, so we'll throw a couple of names your way, guys, if you want to uh, dive into the American Express Championship uh, golf here today for uh, some tournament wins because there are some juicy numbers with some players that have a really good chance at pulling it out. Uh, like, uh, for instance, uh, Harris English here for uh, for the American Express is at 45 to 1. Uh, he might definitely be worth putting a few bucks down. Uh, the guy that I love is Brandon Steele. Uh, he is 80 to 1, 75, 80 to 1 in some places, and you might never get a better 70 to 80 to 1 shot that actually has a really good shot of winning it when it is all uh, said okay. and done. He definitely does. A lot of the, um, because the big name guys are in Abu Dhabi. Um, right. this leaves that opportunity, Dane, where we, we, we talk about all the time, Kevin, Knopf, 50 to one, sure. uh, you know, some of these middle of the road guys, guys that are coming up for an opportunity that are in good, uh, form. Brian Harmon is another guy at 30 to one. Uh, of right. course, our buddy, Charles Howell, the third 25 to one. So hey, Harmon's you know, 41 on FanDuel English is yeah. 50 on FanDuel. So yeah, also no. when you get to that level. You know, you get a difference of like 10 from 50 or 60 to 1. That's big differences. Shop around. Big time, guys. And, uh, you know, again, we're not going uh, Mickelson or anything along those lines. But those are a couple of uh, those are a couple of names that it is definitely worth. You know, 50 to 1 doesn't, you know, put the money down. Forget about it. Watch on Sunday. If the guy's in the final group or somewhere. All of hey. a sudden, we know what you're doing on Sunday. Um, hey. So there, I told you I I'm doing that with 49ers MVP guys. <laughs> what what is Fowler on Fanduel? I mean, him him and Sung J M. He's the favorite. Fowler's the favorite at nine to one. Sung J M is the second choice at fourteen to one. Joe, what kind of form is my boy Tony Finau in? To- not good. Uh, not okay. good. I would. Well, yeah, I'll he's uh, my name. Yeah, he's probably in the twenties. What is he there? Yeah, he's twenty to one. But- yeah, not yet. Um, okay. Yeah, he will be ready in another month. He'll be ready to uh, rock and roll Fair and get enough. it going. Uh, but some of these other guys, especially Brandon Steele, guys, top 10 uh, is a Steel, guy that huh? you want to do. Because, yeah, what what number you got for him there? Uh, I can't even. Oh, 60. There you go. Yep. Here's our guy. Top 10. Here's our guy. Morning after next, uh, Dan and I will be uh, – well, actually, Dan will be here in uh, Miami tomorrow. We'll Yo, be next back time tomorrow. I talk Dane. to you, Carlos Beltran will be fired. Dan will be <laughs> – Hey, yeah. Yep. Like Something like that. Enjoy, guys. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Tomorrow. Safe trip, Dan.